Today's episode of the Hail to the District podcast is brought to you by the Young Tennis Players Project, our presenting sponsor for 2018. The Young Tennis Players Project retails sports apparel, but with a unique twist. The majority of the proceeds goes towards helping young athletes receive hands-on tennis lessons and training, which can get very expensive, while the remainder actually goes back to the investors in a revenue-sharing opportunity for those who participate. And with no upfront costs, there's no risk. It's actually all upside. So to learn more, visit www.ytp.tennis, that's www.ytp.tennis, or just click on the link in our Friends and Sponsors section on the Hail to the District homepage. Welcome to the Hail to the District podcast with your host, Rajan Nanavati. Welcome to another episode of the Hail to the District podcast. I'm Rajan, and I'm once again joined by my friends John and Neil to look ahead to the 2018 NBA postseason. And we're recording this late on Wednesday evening, so we might get some level of finalization regarding the playoff matchups that are going to take place. But for now, we're going to examine some of the most likely playoff matchups that we'll see um, in the first round of the postseason. And given this being a DC podcast, we'll start with the Wizards, who in the middle of their game against Orlando are doing their best to lose yet another game over the the last stretch. I think it's like they've lost eight of their last ten, so that's great. Um, guys, I'll open up the floor to you and starting to ask the Frank question. Do we even really want the Wizards to go to the postseason? I, I mean, I know they've clinched, but can we not have them go to the playoffs? They have to go to the playoffs, but I actually kind of want them to get the ace seed because then they get like the 15th pick in the draft. So like right. from, a, our from a, our upside is to, and I still think that they would have a chance against Toronto because Toronto doesn't scare me. So, yes, I would like to see them in the playoffs, but I kind of don't have a problem with them if they do end up losing tonight, getting the eighth seed, and they get a higher draft pick. Uh, I think you guys should want them at seven. Just Boston's worthless. So just, like, get to seven. It's okay if your draft pick is less. But, like, I mean, it's the playoffs, man. Anything can happen. You just never know who's going to catch fired. You just never know. Like, I I still – playoffs are a totally different season. Do you really want to see Brad Stevens out coach Scott Brooks again? That's exactly my sentiment. That's 100% my sentiment. Well, I'm not like a true Wizards fan, so I think it'd be hilarious, especially if the, <laughs> if the Celtics like beat them down, Gordon Hayward and Kyrie. Um, but, you know, that I don't I don't think that would happen. You don't They're think the Celtics essentially the same team as last year minus Isaiah. So basically you could swap uh, Tatum and, for and, Isaiah. Yeah, but, you know, I don't they also don't. Is Marcus Smart back? I haven't checked it. No, he's no. out for the series. I so, think th- yeah. that's out for like th- he was a heart and soul of that team. You have no Olenek to be worried about in a game seven. They'll <laughs> well, find someone. They'll um, find someone. <laughs> I don't. I I don't think anybody should fear Boston. I think the one and two seeds in the East are Cubbies. laughable. Laughable, in my opinion. Yeah, it is pretty funny because because potentially the finals could be the three and the four seed. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a game if we played Boston. I wouldn't be surprised if the game if there's that like Greg Monroe goes for thirty five points in one game. Yeah, he would go. He actually had he he had a good night. Uh, like that's, that's, last night? that's DC luck. He was just getting boards and easy easy putbacks, and I could see him doing that in the playoffs. I think I think there's going to be a big Greg Monroe game. I think there's going to be a big Terry Rozier game because like yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's a curse of DC to have the most obscure person do shit against you. Well, last night uh, Jalen Brown had 21 points in the first quarter. Oh yeah, yeah. Here's he's a good one too. So I mean they they have guys. So le- looking at it theoretically, that okay, if we lose, which. Who knows at this point? It's more likely, even though they're playing Orlando, and Orlando's literally one of the worst teams in the NBA. In fact, I think they are the worst team since the All Star. The break. Suns are the worst. Oh, the Suns. I know oh, for, since the All. Yeah, I think since the All Star break, I think Orlando's the worst. Um, or since January first, let me rephrase that. That notwithstanding, if we lose, I mean, this can be pointless by the time this gets posted. But if we lose, we're in the eighth seed. If one of either Milwaukee or Philadelphia, right? Milwaukee or Philadelphia, or Miami, 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 uh, Miami. Yeah. Miami and Milwaukee. My fault. If one of them wins and we win, we're still a seventh seed. And if they both lose and we win, they're playing Philadelphia. So those are the threes: either Toronto, Boston, or Philadelphia, depending on how we fall. We talked about this a little before. 
I, I don't know. I don't want to play any of them, frankly. Given the way this team is playing right now, it's like I don't really care. I, I don't want to play either. Well, of you got to pick one. So who are you going to pick? Am I crazy to say I'd rather play Philadelphia? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You're That's crazy. the. That would be crazy. if I had to rank them. It would be Boston, Toronto, Philly. Same. That's I, that would be my order. Philly is scary, man. They've won their last ten. They're just a good team. They're a well, good they've won team. ten because they played hobos. They played hobos, but they're but mopping like, the floor with Milwaukee. Yeah, they, with like, no and they're reason. They're so confident. They're just so confident, dude. Like they're just playing. Like they're just a solid team. I hate sports cliches more than anything in the world, but the playoffs are completely are a completely different season. Or it's a completely Didn't I just say animals. that? Didn't I just say that? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. It's different when I say it. So, <laughs> it's it, it, when you have a team like you have a first year guy rookie, if in a, in essence in Simmons, um, you have a bunch of guys in Philadelphia outside of like what JJ Redick who have never been to the playoffs. I, I just feel like, you know, when things are, when the spotlight's a little brighter, at least if nothing else, we might have Wall and Beal playing hero ball at the end of the game, but at least we have guys who have a ton of playoff experience, who have been in game seven battles, who have, you know, who, who know what it takes in the postseason. And again, I hate cliches and I'm spouting them right now, but like, I feel like that gives us some advantage, Philadelphia's six, 15 or 16 game winning streak notwithstanding. Um, I, I'm completely of the sentiment that, 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 Brad Smart would run circles around us. Brad Smart could take a bunch of guys from the YMCA and he could beat the Wizards. And it's not like that Brad Smart's that good. It's just that Scott Brooks is that bad, to be completely frank with you. And then Toronto, my stance on them is well-documented. I think they're cupcakes. I think they're just regular season titans and they're, they're, they're postseason pussies. Yeah, so why wouldn't you want to play like a team that you know is terrible and going to fold versus one that potentially could? Because I don't want the chance of losing to Toronto. Because I really just don't want to have to like that aftertaste of losing to Toronto. Yeah, but if you lose to them, like it's like okay, we lost to the one seed who is like deemed the one seed. I know it sucks to hear whatever, but like you know, if you lose to Philly, it's like you've lost to an inexperienced team, and it's you know, it it, it just look a lot worse. Toronto's so if we play Toronto in the in one eight matchup, so we be we lose to Toronto in the first in the first round. Then, then you have a Toronto-Boston tickle fight, essentially, in the second round. Because, again, neither of those teams are good. And I think Toronto goes there. And they are going to get the shit kicked out of them by Cleveland when they play Cleveland in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, finals. it would be Toronto-Philly, right? Or, or oh, Toronto-Cleveland. It would be Toronto-Cleveland. Yeah, Toronto, sorry, yeah, exactly. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Toronto-Cleveland in the semis. I would bet my 2018 remaining mortgages on Cleveland sweeping Toronto in round two. It may be five. Maybe I think it goes five, five at least. At least five. I don't see a sweep, but I do. I, I, I there, there's well, Toronto a... strengths their bench, and the bench is not as utilized in the in the postseason. It's all about your your best eight, and really your best five. It comes down to, and I mean, I know there's no this is a ridiculous statement to make, but there's no answer for LeBron James. On their team, Abs- there's, there's none. That's not even cl- at least somebody's close. At least in the Wizards, you can have a conversation. It sounds idiotic, but you can have a conversation like, "Well, there's there's Otto Porter and there's Kelly Oubre and there's Markeith Morris, and you can throw bodies at them." Who does Toronto have? You have fucking Jacob Podol and Jonas Valanciunas. Like, what are you gonna do? They or, can throw Ibaka at him. All right, Ibaka's 107 years old. Or you're gonna throw OG Ananobi at him. Great. Like this is they're such a regular season team that they're. Yeah, and LeBron is in their heads too. I mean, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. But I, I'm, I would be shocked if Toronto gets out of the second round. Yeah, for sure. I don't even know if they would beat Indiana. I think Indiana's a joke as well. And I mean, I know it's one game, and I know Indiana's won forty-eight games, which is more than we can say. But like, we saw Indiana, and again, let's. Um, who are they? Who's what's the matchup in Indiana right now? Yeah, so if, right now, if all things considered, it's going to be Cleveland versus Indiana. So in the fourth quarter, LeBron checks Oladipo. What's left with Indiana? You have Corey Joseph, Bogdanovich. Yeah, yeah. Got Bojangles and Darren Collison. Wake me up when I'm supposed to care. Yeah, no, that actually I could see being a sweep, especially right. Kevin Love back and all the shooters they have. I mean, they're they're in a very good spot right now. Look I don't at, think Indiana has a chance. But Look at Indiana's top five. Oladipo, Bojangles, Miles Turner, Thad Young, Darren Collison. If somebody even told you that was a playoff team before the season, you'd laugh. 
Oh, no, Not we were all surprised. Yeah, like, I don't think they were huge surprise. I mean, obviously, Oladipo is playing out of his mind all year long, and rightfully will be the breakup or the comeback player of the year, whatever it is. But other than that, like, this isn't a good team. So that's going to be, again, as we as you guys just said, if that's not five, if that's not four games, then it's five. So then Cleveland advances around two. I don't think it goes past five. I don't think it goes past four. But I don't think it goes past five. In fact, if Toronto were to somehow get Miami and like you know the Wizards pull it off tonight, I think it, Toronto versus the Heat would be at least six games. At least six games. It might go to seven. Spolster is a better coach than Dwayne Casey, and Miami's just a basically not quite as good version of Toronto. Bunch of guys with no talent. And don't talk to me about Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry. They're bitches too. <laughs> they're not. They're they're actually very good players, but they uh, do have a tendency of disappearing in they the postseason. Yeah, they just like go away in the postseason, like they're, Kyle Korver and like a few other guys. I regular mean, regular season monsters. They're regular season guys. Yeah. It's just we're gonna see Cleveland in the in the in the finals again. I, you know, with a bunch of all the hobos that they acquired at the trade deadline. Everyone's gonna be writing stories about how Rodney Hood and Larry Nance were the key to getting Cleveland back to the finals. And no, it was their dirt simple, easy road to the finals. I'm sorry. They it's this is just what is. annoys me every single year is they just have the easiest road. Like they're tanking against the Knicks because they didn't even want to take a chance to play Milwaukee. You can book that. Like they're just uh I, yeah, I, I yeah. why would they want to face Giannis? Nobody would. Nobody I would. don't. Because yeah. Milwaukee might be one of the worst coach teams in the NBA. And this they is coming are from the worst coach team right. in the NBA. Like, yeah. you literally could have Helen Keller do a better job coaching Milwaukee than whatever they're doing right now. Like, it, it, it's for all that talent. Like, as a big fan of the Zach Lowe podcast, and he always says, like, that's got to be the most coveted job in the offseason. Whenever they coach, whatever that, whenever they can, whatever that hobo's name is, coaching their team right now. Like, who isn't going to look at that? Like, we have a borderline MVP candidate, a bunch of long and talented yeah. guys. There's a lot of rumors like Budenholzer's looking at that. God, that would be a great fit for that. That would be really quite interesting if that happened. Um, Boston should be so lucky to get Miami. Not even Miami. They should get, be so lucky to get Milwaukee. If they, if Milwaukee had a coach who had any semblance of a plan or knew, like figuring out, I have all these pieces. They would be hell on wheels, but they don't. Yeah. Easy road to the finals for LeBron again. Yeah. Yep. Because the most likely scenario is, is I still think it's Cleveland, Philadelphia, and, and that's where Philly's inexperience really is just going to – they'll fall flat. I don't but, know. I feel like Philadelphia, Philadelphia versus Cleveland will be a really fun matchup. It would be, but they don't have a chance. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that'll but. be a five gamer, five five game series. Also, well, it mathematically can't happen, right? Because Cleveland's the four seed and Philadelphia's the three seed. So if everything went chalk, no, it can like, happen. Well, it can happen because you know one, four, two, three are the semis, and then uh, you right. Know. So Cleveland would play Toronto, assuming all went chalk, because everything is standardized. Like they don't right. reswap seeds. Well, they should, but they don't. Right, and and um, at this rate. Philly would get either Boston or Milwaukee or whoever. Yeah, whatever the, whatever the two seven. seven is. Yeah, so they could meet in the finals, right? Or yeah, what? in the conference yeah. finals, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I think. I mean, that's what I think is going to happen. I think that that's who will be in the conference finals. You think Philadelphia is going to go to the conference finals, do you? Yeah, yeah, because they're going to whoever they whoever they get. Uh, They'll, they'll win the first round, and then the second round they're going to get a cupcake because they're going to get either they're going to get a wounded Boston team, or they're going to get a, a hobo team. They'll get either Miami or Boston. Do we really think Boston's going to lose? I mean, I know they yeah. lose to Miami. Yeah. I don't Boston know. is not going to beat Boston. Uh, they're I I think they're just done. I don't. I would be shocked if they even make it out. If they make it out of the first round, to me, that's actually quite surprising. I just don't think they're that good now. They still have. Well, an if all- they play the Wizards, they might get out of the first round. <laughs> oh yeah! Speaking of, are it, so are the Wizards better without Wall? Stop it! Please stop. no. Just no. stop. Like, no. Come on. no. No. Come on! But everybody eats. 
with, with that one. Not anymore. Nobody eats. The buffet <laughs> line got closed. Yeah. And that was closed all, before Wall came back. Tell me all the eating they did right in all that losing streak before Wall came. Tell me how fat and hungry, I mean, how hungry they were. Zadoransky's been a beast, though. This this whole second half of the season, he's been excellent. And I hope as he- hope to hell. He's that when- their best six man right Yo, now. You gotta, Uber, yes. right? you guys gotta go back in all the podcasts now and like put together all the clips where you were ripping on Sadoransky no, and then finish, ripped, finish it. Ripped on Sado. And that's not even revisionist history. We never ripped on Sado. We ripped on Ernie saying great pick with that Sado pick. We never ripped on Sado. We never ripped on Sado like he was Jan Vesely, right? We just well, that's because we hadn't seen him. <laughs> you know, we didn't see him until last year. All I don't right. want to sit here and be revisionist history about it, but I'm like, we just didn't play, and Ernie sucks. Well, we we were significantly jaded from the Jan Vesely experience. Yes, very much so. Oh God, so terrible. The night we went, the night we went to the game, Sato was the best player on the floor. Yeah, I'm like that's ridiculous to say, but Ouch. it really was. Yeah, he was awesome. Like, Beal, I think, led all scores with 19 in the game we went to against Indiana. It was, like, the quietest 19 you've ever seen. In fact, I don't even think he played for most of the second half for whatever so reason. So that's why I think them having Wall is better because then Sato goes to the second unit and he makes the second unit very serviceable. Whereas before, I mean, with the Tim Frazier or Ramon Sessions or whoever, I mean, they just floundered. But so when, how much when do, you, do we think they're just going through the motions right now? I think that's a really cl- trite way to yeah, put but what's going on. I'm, I'm, but it just speaks of their culture. They just don't fucking get it that they can't just turn it on and they're not that good. If their heads are that far ha- up their asses, then they Which have are. bigger problems. And the only other consolation that I could think of of them losing in the first round is maybe, 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 but probably not. Ted Leonsis goes, maybe we need to make a change and it's get rid of Ernie. No, I think That's Ernie gets happening. another season. Yeah, that's not happening. I think Ernie has at least, at the minimum, one more season. Because the culture in D.C. has been shit. It's a stale fart. Forever. So, and how long has he been here? Since, what, 2003 or He's got one, long? Of the, one of the longest tenured GMs in the NBA. Yeah, so how can you not at some point go, maybe we need to move on from this schmuck. But let's, and I'm, I would But be, then again, I'm not a cheap NBA owner that doesn't want to. If there Have was a to. fire Ernie Grunfeld parade, I would tr- vie my way to beat it in the front of that line. But let's just play it out. Because if Ernie were to fire Ted, history tells – excuse me, all the way around. If Ted were to fire Ernie, um, history tells us he's just going to promote from within. Like, because that's what he did with McClellan and and, uh, and George McPhee. And that's probably what he does because he doesn't want to spend the money and the time and the resources to find it. Looks for someone outside the organization because why would you do that? Um, everything's worked so well over here for the last so long that we should just keep everything in house. Uh, if he did, what would look at the mess you're coming into? You just handed, a, handed Otto Porter $120 million. You got three max players, and Kelly Oubre is coming up for an extension. You got Gortat on the books for another year. Like that's what I think. That's what Leonsis is going to look like. That this is Ted's mess, and he'll get us out of it again. He'll make another smoke and mirrors deal and be like, "Look, I traded away Gortat and got some other shitty contract." And but, but I got rid of Gortat. It's like, yeah, but you fucking signed Gortat. So just like you did with everything else. I mean, I still don't think the Gortat signing was bad, but no, yes, it wasn't the bad at the time. We argued, we and it's still, it. and and he's still like his contract is cheap in the new uh, salary cap. It's it's the Mahimi one that really stings, and <laughs> don't get they me started. still had they had to pay Otto. Ah, you God, but yeah, that one hurts because he you knew what he was. He he peaked last year. He's not getting any better. He's not going to somehow turn into to Paul George. It's more like George Jefferson than Paul George. <laughs> Yeah, so, so it's like okay, what, I I don't think so. I think if if the Wizards, like if they're one and done in the playoffs, which I think they will be, and they again fall into one of the bottom four seeds, then maybe this time next year they're ha- maybe they're having the conversation next year. And again, that's maybe because as long as Ted's getting his two extra playoff seats, I don't think the man gives a damn. Cheap bastard. Well, the other thing is. 
if you're a, a GM interviewing for that job, you'd look at that scenario. There's there's just no room to clean up this mess. Right. What are you going to do? I mean, you have no leverage and you have no chips. And the best thing that you have is the 15th pick in the draft. <laughs> Which And everyone they're going to sell it to the fans like, oh, but we didn't trade our pick this year. It's like, congratulations, you didn't throw away an asset. Yeah, you didn't you didn't trade a pick for a rental on a on a Euro white guy that doesn't play defense. Oh, and who got cold cold as nitrogen after two weeks of coming here. Yeah. And then he leaves and he's actually been had a pretty good season. Mother every time I see him play, I'm like, you son of a bitch. You know whose name I do that to every single time? Andrew Nicholson. Whenever you see him name, play? No, I don't see him play. Okay, because I thought he was out of the league. He probably in China or Greece or Israel or somewhere. But, but he got a lot of money from Ernie. Anytime that name pops up, just I like I said, I don't even get started on Yan and me. I think he should. I think he was a great, <laughs> great signing. Great signing. <laughs> his his signing was as great as the effort the Wizards put out the last time they played the Bulls. How about that? Uh Fair enough. No, the Wizards lost by double digits. Oh, that's goal. right. You guys that did lose to a did Mark, team. I don't even think Markinen played, did he? Dude, I don't even know. I, we lost uh, to a team that's trying to tank. No, they're well, not. They did a good job even, tanking tonight. They don't know how to tank, man. Like, ugh. Like, finally, at the end of the season, they're like, yeah, I think we're going to, like, not play our, we're going to start playing our young guns again. But I love how, like, Adam Silver called them out for, like, resting people. Did you see, I think it was the San Antonio-Dallas game a couple of nights ago. Um, I can't remember what it was. It was a couple, it was somebody, and it was like both teams, no, it was, it was both teams put out like the most horrific lineup. And it was like literally guys you had never heard of in your entire life because both teams were tanking. And it was just, oh, sorry, I think it was the Suns and Mavs. And it was like, it was just so, so, so bad. And everyone was joking, like, this is not an NBA game. This is not even a G League game. And, you know, it's... I'm all in favor of tanking. Like, look, man, if you you get, play to the rules of the system, but then I'm a hinky stand, so. But it was just really funny to see. Like, it was a awful, awful, awful lineup on both sides. I I hope they refunded the tickets or at least gave them like free beers. No way. No I way. Know. Not happening. They should. NBA owners forget that. Well, what they should have done is just let beer sales continue into the fourth quarter. That would have been smart. That's actually the real way to make money out of it. <laughs> the fans are pleased because they just need to get inebriated and forget what they're watching. God, the, the Bulls are going to end up with like the seventh or eighth pick in like a six or seven player draft, aren't they? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we can't do really anything right at the moment. You can't even lose right. Nope. Sure can't. That's Hoiberg. That's, that's our team. At least, like with Philly, you knew Brett Brown. You're like, this guy's a good coach. He just has terrible players. With Fred Hoiberg, you're like, this guy sucks. And you're giving him halfway decent. Well, not halfway decent. I don't want to be that generous. But you're like, but you, but you're still not sucking enough. Like even Hoiberg can't suck correctly. <laughs> Incredible. You see, it's tied. Denver and Minnesota are tied with like. Toronto, Miami's tied as well. Like four seconds left. Oh, hey, the Wizards are down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're down by six with two minutes to go. Uh, it's not like no. Yeah, it's not like so if if Miami ends up, Miami and Toronto are going into overtime. Uh, so that'll so be interesting. Meanwhile, the but, Sixers won by 35 over yeah, Milwaukee. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to mess with that, those guys. Yeah. They are not. They're just clear they that, that shootout with Cleveland where Cleveland, LeBron willed them to win. They won 100. Weren't they down like 20 and like yeah. LeBron brought them back and they ended up winning 132 to 130. J.J. Redick has been on fire lately. Can we take ben a left turn? It's a beast. On the LeBron thing for a second. Sure. How could how could you not vote LeBron for MVP this year? I don't know. I've been saying it the whole time. This is this is by far one of his best seasons ever. I get the James Harden thing. I get that James Harden's been otherworldly. How can you not? And by no stretch are we LeBron like you know filators by any stretch of the imagination. It's the opposite of anything. Like how can you not? I just don't understand. I get it, but like 
look at what he's doing with look at what he has compared to like at least Chris Paul has been really good. And when the two of them have been on the floor, the the uh, rock the Rockets have been borderline unstoppable. But like, good good Lord Almighty, I know that LeBron checked out for half the season. But wouldn't you if Ty Lue was your coach and you had the and you had Isaiah Thomas who was like thirty percent of himself and Jay Crowder who was the most overrated piece of shit in the NBA? Yeah, it's pretty hard to argue against LeBron as MVP, and it's that's uh, not easy for me to say. Um, his numbers are really close to Harden's, but his like true shooting and efficiency is way higher, and that's where it's like really impressive. He's putting up twenty eight nine and nine, and we're like yeah. we all salivate it's, over Russell Westbrook finishing with a triple double and stuff like that on a team that's not again good. this year. Again, that's history, season. man. That's history, though. It's a that, pointless that's... history. Oh come on, that's not pointless. After this yes, many it years, it is. It is cool. I don't no. care what like Simmons so and Allison in so NBA hard. pornography or whatever you want to call it. It's still impressive. It's stat that's slutting. So yeah. I don't get care. It's, it league. is stat porn. That's the best that way to put so it. It is so hard to get a triple. It is still impressive for somebody to do that. It not when nobody else has done it since Oscar Robinson. Yeah, and he's done it two seasons in a row, and he did it again this year with uh, a better team. He still was able to do it. I have an incredible amount of respect for the way Russell Westbrook approaches the game in terms of just his sheer relentlessness and like the I and literally anger, don't, anger the don't give a fuck attitude. I have no friends in the world except basketball. Like I love that about him. I think it's incredible. But like I think that they remind me a lot of like the of like what Philadelphia used to be with Iverson and very briefly under Larry Brown that you just put a bunch of guys around him and like. Iverson do his thing. I know no Iverson never averaged a triple double. It wasn't necessarily his forte, but like it's just it's Russell Westbrook and a bunch of guys. And to be completely honest with you, and Paul George is a glorified version of what Victor Oladipo was last year. I mean, Victor Oladipo wasn't nearly this good, but like Carmelo has been trash. So we can't like you can't talk about some like oh big three or whatever. Like that's horseshit. So you have the same cast of guys with just an upgraded version of Oladipo. Stephen Adams is a beast. Stephen Adams is a really good player, but like they and essentially <laughs> he's good and dirty too. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see should have an octagon uh, fight. Yeah, yeah, I would. I, think, I, would, I, think I would pay for that. Draymond's got the crazy factor for or it. Or a though. joint video game. That'd be good. Or just big. kicking each other in the nuts. Game. <laughs> it's a joint ball kicking <laughs> video game. They Rochambeau each other. LeBron, 27.7, just just under nine rebounds, over nine assists, a block a game, one and a half steals a game, 37% from three. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, and by the way, he's what? He's 33 years old, nonetheless. I mean, he's coming up on how many years in the league? Like 15 years? 14 years in the league. Like, it's insane. And like, you look at his MVP years, and this is way better than his MVP years. I do feel like a lot of cases where like it's we're getting to the point in the like in the nineties where you're like you have to everyone was figuring out reasons why not to vote for Jordan so we could just like give it to the mailman and Barkley and stuff like that. And I think LeBron's facing the same thing. Like, well we just can't give it to LeBron every year. You kinda can considering when he's doing the shit that he's doing right now. Yeah, no. Yeah, this year he absolutely deserves it. Um I mean I I'm not gonna be disappointed if Harden gets it because Which I think he will. I, I think anybody in the West, like clearly, you win sixty-five games in the West, you're you you should you, you should get some kind of accolade for that. But shouldn't uh, the, shouldn't Houston get credit? And I'm not taking away from Harden, but shouldn't Houston get credit because they've built the team the right way, and they've built a team that works really well for what D'Antoni's trying to run. They have a very shrewd GM. You know, they have an established culture. That again, Harden shouldn't be penalized for that. But what's the obstacle to accomplishing what they're accomplishing? LeBron is doing it in spite of everything around him. Don't worry. He'll do a great job when he's in Houston next year. <laughs> yeah. If he, yeah. Uh, you don't, so he's not going to L.A.? He's not going to the Lakers? No. I don't, I don't think there's any chance he goes to the Lakers. I think if, if he goes to the Lakers, and I'm not saying he will, but if he goes to the Lakers, the first thing he tells Magic when he comes there is, if I'm coming here, you're trading um, ball. Uh, ball. You're trading Lonzo. And Magic would say, "Done." Yeah. In a, every in a, anybody would say, "You quarter if, in a tenth of a second. 
if LeBron goes to any of your GMs and says, "Hey, I'm coming to your team, but you need to trade this guy," who who they're they're who they're do, gone. Say no to. Yeah. I mean, he, if he could, he'd probably tell Magic like, "Send Lonzo with his stupid ass brothers and send him to Lithuania," and Magic would be like, "Yeah, no problem." No, he sent him to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, they they package it in a sign and trade or something. Right, send, like send him back to Cleveland. I think that'd be pretty funny. You gave up. You really let Kyrie Irving go. You piss him off that much, and then you like can't find me a good point guard here. Have some Lonzo Ball. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. I think that would just be so comical. That's fine. But then he'd also like say, "Don't sign Isaiah Thomas again either." Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, Oh, Man, I, mean, I feel I do slightly feel bad for that guy because nope. nobody's gonna pay his ass now. As soon as you say one... bring out the Brinks truck and all that bullshit, yeah. and then like you know, just f that dude. Like we we all know you're good at basketball. You don't need to like you know come off cocky like that. Not like that. Play some defense. Yeah, we well, he can't. He's shorter. He's your height. Not my problem. <laughs> Yeah, then, then he shouldn't be claiming to get a Brinks truck if exactly. he can't like, actually play basic defense. Yeah. Ugh. So I'm trying to look at the scores right now. Um, yeah, I've, I've got them up. Then Min- Minnesota's up by one. Oh, look, Nuggets. we're down by double digits. Motherfuckers, like, come on. Oh, Nuggets and T-Wolves are to overtime. Yeah. The Wizards aren't down by double digits. They're down, down seven. by seven with 20 oh, seconds sorry. to go. My yeah. shit did not so, yeah, that, That's done. So they've so, secured the eight seed. Miami Toronto, is actually yeah. looking like they might beat Toronto. They're up by six with uh, less than two. So they'll play Philly. So they'll play Philly. Correct. So they'll get Philly. Milwaukee's going to get Boston, Boston, which actually becomes a very, I think that's an interesting series. And then the Wizards are going to go up to Toronto and, I th- they at least take him to six. I could be just angry and jaded and stuff like that because I don't see it going past five. And I, that's not just that's not giving one iota of respect to Toronto. That's more indicative of the way the, Washington's playing. The the only way that I see the Wiz like really winning that though is if somebody gets it in the head that like Toronto's got a better backcourt, and that's the thing that seems to motivate the Wizards. It does. Like, it's, you, it's so true. If you well, annoy we can them, say that yeah. we'll say that on on the pod. You, Toronto has a better backcourt, and maybe Wall will use as a, put it. He'll put it on his phone on his you know hate kill list or whatever, and uh, that that'll motivate him to play hard in the playoffs. I don't know. I still have confidence that him and Beal just go on fire when it when it becomes playoffs. Yeah, I think they, they, they like... just do it. They've done it every time. Yeah, I agree. I think they just kind of know that it's time to. Uh... You know, they just know it. They could just kick it a little bit. They once they clinch, there's a common tendency to just kind of exhale, kind of relax. Um, Wall wants to rest a bit, and then you know, I, I think they'll come out pretty balls to the wall against Toronto. I, I think they, I think they're quite happy with this matchup. I do think they don't fear Toronto, based off of obvious, yeah. you know, everything that's happened in the past. Magic and Orlando went. Fu- I mean, uh, Magic and Wizards went final. They should bring like Paul Pierce back out from retirement just for the season for the series. Well, that's too late for that. They could have done it and actually <laughs> signed him. And and because did you see well, Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins Kirkin. signed with the yes. Cavaliers? Yes. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I go, why does every, like why does everybody love Kendrick Perkins so much? I don't get it. I never. I'm never gonna. I must hang out with him. That's the only way I'll understand this. Kendrick Perkins, one of the worst basketball players I've ever seen in recent memory. Everybody <laughs> loves him. Everybody loves him. Like literally one he of can make players. the club in the tub. He really can. Continually. Um, I don't know. I think six sounds reasonable as well. If it went to five, I wouldn't be the sl- If it was over in five, I wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised. No, I, think, no. I think it goes six. I think you get yeah, six. Absolutely. And, then- and I still have the delusion that they could beat them. Because Toronto could just be that chokeable. Oh, yeah. There's a non-zero chance. There like is a non-zero that. chance. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah, it's in. The, it is in the universe of possibilities. And and that would be awesome for an eight seed for the Wizards at the eight. Which, but that is like honestly, you have to look at this season and go. Because um, heading into the All Star break, weren't they in? They were in the fourth seed. Yeah, they were top four team. Absolutely. And and they were. So for them to fall to eight, I mean, 
you really have to look at this season and go, this is an utter disappointment and a waste of See, a Ted's going to come out with the positive pixel and say, oh, we took the eighth seed in the East to, to no, six no, games, no, right? No, no, no. That's what he's going to do, though. I know he is, but that's the wrong approach. You shouldn't have finished that low. That's terrible. That's, that's, that's despicable. To not have home court advantage in the playoffs, you had a bad year. They're going to sit in their office, Ernie and Ted, and they're going to be like, well, we didn't have Wall for X amount of time. Well, Wall didn't start the season because of, you know, knees and, and, and other excuses. And then, well, we have too many big men on our team. Whose fucking fault is that, by the way, of too many big men on the team? <laughs> that notwithstanding, like, they're going to be like, oh, well, we have this. And, oh, well, and, if we, and if we just have a little more time, and it's all part of the plan. Fuck you, Ernie Grunfeld. <laughs> But the second half, I mean, yeah, this this ent- entire second half of the season has been just really, really disappointing. And it's it's uh, really... It's been unwatchable. Like, literally, it I'll has. turn games on and I'll turn them right back off because I'm like, I just can't. Again, I, well, I also have, like, the, the DC stomach for sports games. Like, when I know it's going south, I don't hang around to... Uh, to, to feel the pain i i let go early and i your, I your antenna is well attuned thanks to the redskins yes redskins <laughs> nationals capitals wizards yeah do, doesn't matter they all they all do it to you since february 27th the wizards are 7 and 14 Oof. Oof. hey that's still better than the sun's overall winning uh winning percentage Is that what we're comparing ourselves to? <laughs> the worst team in the oh, NBA. that's you know what the you know seven and fourteen. That's like uh, thirty-three three. That's Chicago's exact winning percentage. Good job, guys. Good job. Nine and fifteen since the since the All Star break. The Wizards are yeah. nine and fifteen. Oh, that's better than the Bulls then. <clears throat> nine and fourteen. Sorry. Great. Just great. <laughs> Okay, so we'll take a quick spin out west to see if there's anything else to talk about since I'm already well frothed up and angry. Everything that's going to happen in the east. Um, Minnesota up by one with 53 seconds left. Looks like in so overtime. You have to be cheering for Minnesota because basically it's it's the Bulls. It's Bulls mini. For, or it's yeah. Bulls, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm rooting for Denver, and that's not even being snarky. I'm rooting for Denver because I think Denver would be more entertaining than Houston. I think Houston versus Minnesota, not that Houston's going to, not that Denver's really going to do any better, but I think Houston versus Minnesota is going to be a complete cakewalk. Like, I would be astonished if Houston, if that case series went to five games. They yeah, I don't, I don't think either Minnesota or Denver really take a game against Houston. Well, they, lost, they lost them Bob Mute. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. whatever. He's done, but. Well, he was a nice guy off the bench because he, he's a really, 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 really good defender. Um, can't do anything else, but he is an excellent but that, defender. That's what and you, for want. A team you that, want somebody like that in the play. But playoffs. for a team that, that just is lights out on the offensive end, they need at least one guy um, that, that can stop somebody. So we yeah. asked this question before the big season began, and it has to be revisited again. Why is Minnesota 26th in the NBA in defense? Because Andrew Wiggins sucks. Well, Yes. And Towns doesn't play defense, man. Towns is uh, he's like he's a pal- been, he's like he's a pal- been, uh, he's been better than horrific, which he was before. He's yeah. been a couple steps up from horrific. He's kind of floating. He's kind of like graduated to below average. Yeah. So when you have like two of your your start your studs like sucking at defense, you're you're not going to do very well at defense. And Jimmy Butler, I just don't like was out a few days, whatever. So Jimmy Butler's been out for six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was out for an extended period of time. He just got back um, Friday night, I think, was his first game back. Yeah, he left, and they were, what, I think either four or fifth seed. And so, like, now they're, you know, scrambling to just make it at this point. Right. So you have Houston versus Minnesota. I think that's that's going to be a total cakewalk. Then you have Golden State, and everyone's like, oh, what's wrong, Golden State? And everyone's putting a microphone Nothing's in Steve wrong Kerr's with face. State. You know, they don't have Steph Curry and, you know, Kevin Durant's trying to become this some, some type of supervillain, whatever. Um, they're going to get San Antonio in round one, and that's the best case scenario for them. Like, that, you couldn't, of all the eight teams in the West, I don't think Golden State would be, that's the exact team I would, I would want to play if I was Golden State, even with Pop. Are they definitely, or, like, can they still get OKC? 
If Minnesota wins tonight, then it's San Antonio. We'll get the seventh seed. Oh, I think Minnesota's going to win because they've got the ball with 14 seconds left. I think this is the best outcome, even without, even without Curry due to the MCL strain. Like, San, what's San Antonio going to do? What, what's, what's their game plan in the playoffs against Golden State? Hope Lamarcus Aldridge like, shows up. Yeah. Lamarcus Aldridge is a no show in the playoffs last year. Dude, what's the deal with Kawhi, man? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's really weird because this isn't like a new injury. He's dealt with this for years now. It's like the same injury How do year you after a year, year to a quad. I don't know. Yeah. But like two but years like, ago, he had he lost a significant amount of time to the same quad injury. But, but it's a muscle, it also is it is it just a mind screw with the with with the the organization because he's yeah. going to his own doctors. Hit the Spurs doctors are saying, hey, "Dude, freaking play! You're you're ready to go." And his doctors are like, nah. it's, it's like it's like a workman's comp case." Yeah, they had a they must they had a falling out behind the scenes, and I wish I like had more details on it. But sums up. I do you think he gets traded in the off season? No, I so I think I they work it out. Maybe. Yeah, I agree. If anybody can do it. Pop can do it. Yeah, <sighs> I would expect. I would have expected him to come back this season. Then, man, like if like, why would Pop like be waiting so long to do that? Like, why wouldn't he have tried to pull his Pop magic like sooner? This isn't a botched injury rehab or something like that. This isn't like the Colts and Andrew Luck barring from football. Like this is this is a head thing. This is and this is even in like not even Derrick Rose being a bitch. Like this is this is just some weird shit. Like it it, it it's it's really really strange in general. Because yeah. like especially given Co- everything we think we know about Kawhi Leonard's temperament, and like all of a sudden like he's becoming this diva that we didn't know about. Like. As they joked, though, like he would barely say eight words all year, and now all of a sudden he's supposed to be like this disgruntled guy who doesn't listen to anyone, and, the, and the, one of the best cultured organizations in the NBA. Like it's just really, really bizarre. I, I, I struggle to come up with an explanation or, or a rationale for it. And again, since it's the Spurs, nobody's actually reporting on it. Like nobody knows the <laughs> real story. Plus, a because no one wants to disenfranchise themselves from San Antonio and B that's because no one actually writes about San Antonio anymore because there's nothing else to write about. Right now, if it was the Lakers, it would be every day. It'd be, Oh my God. It'd be coming out your ears at this point. All we need is for LeVar ball to tell us about Kawhi Leonard. Then it will get, I'm so glad that uh, we have, uh, Oh, he's like, he's in Lithuania. Thank God he got banished. What, uh, what's the Leangelo or something uh, declared for the draft? And everybody's like, you're not getting drafted. He's Come not on. getting drafted. He's, he's not, he, he sucks. He's not getting drafted. He's I, playing. And LaMelo's not getting drafted. He will go late one because he is. No. People say that he's the most physically talented of the three. Like physically talented. Not oh, really? Polish no. wise. Like for uh, what he he'll go in the age. second round, dude. I, I think like, his, I, I, I think everybody's like afraid to touch those guys now. No disagreement. If he goes in the second round, I'm not the slightest bit surprised. But everyone said like, the, and even even if you if you read between the lines, because I've done this and I don't know why I subjected myself to this, but if you read between the lines, even Lavar Ball, uh, LeVar, yeah, Lavar's the daddy. Even Lavar knows that the the middle one sucks. He even knows it. He's if you read his comments carefully, he's basically like the the, the oldest and the youngest are going to carry the ball and they're going to just kind of bring the middle kid along along for the ride. The, he, even he knows he sucks. The Steeler, the the one who went to China and stole shit. <laughs> but how could you not? How I mean, could how not could steal you in not China? Know that he sucks. Oh, like it's right in front of your face. Like but. he's not that athletic. He's the worst shooter, part of though is that, that the Lithuanians shooter. love him. It's not that. It's because well, it's like attention and branding, dude. Yeah, that's all yeah. it is. Sponsorships. There's, yeah, there's a lot of. It's like if if. You equate this to the NFL. It's not the NFL. It's not even the XFL. It's not even the like the arena football league. If like there was a league two steps below those, that's what he, that's what league they're in in Lithuania. Like college flag football intramurals. Right. It's maybe one step ahead of that. <laughs> okay. You know what they should do is they should try to send all three Ball brothers on the same D league team and just try to get some money out of the D league. I bet that would sell tickets. The G League, G no, League. Sorry, that, that dipshit would, would try to get them. Then be like, oh, they deserve a shot in the NBA. I don't think Adam Silver wants any wants them anywhere near the NBA. For all he cares, and go play in China and steal some more shit. Well, 
Yeah, they'll, they'll say over in Europe and do stupid shit events. over there and try and make a more Facebook channel videos. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no harm for Lamelo declaring for the draft, right? I mean, Lithuania will still take him even if he doesn't get drafted. Right? That's exactly what it is. I and think yeah. that's exactly isn't what their uh, Lamelo? So Leangelo declared, but Lamelo is he still Le- too Angelo, young, right? I don't even know their fucking name. Yeah. Well, because they pull the other the little dipshit out of school, so I don't know what the graduation rules apply. But does he ever graduate from high school if, if he doesn't go to high school? No, if he played uh, professionally, he can't go to college anyway. So, or at least play college. So he's definitely turned pro already. Because isn't the declaration one year from your high school graduation? They got rid of it. You just have to be nineteen, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, and that's what it's going to be. Okay. Because they're getting rid of the the one and dones, so they're they're tired of that shenanigans. Did they, they haven't got rid of it yet? Yeah, did they're, they figure they're out? Going what they're going to. I thought they already passed that. I don't think so. I don't think I haven't heard anything about actually getting rid of it. Hmm. Let's fire up the Google box. I think a lot of people like want it done, but I haven't. Uh, I don't know. That whole thing's a mess with the NCAA. It's like, why does it matter if? the athletes are making money or declare for the draft and don't get it. Like they should just be able to go back. I think that's just some dumb that, that those are just archaic right. rules. I don't understand. Like no, right. still, still in consideration. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing as well. I thought it was, I'm it's going to go away. It will go away and it's it going to go away this summer. So not for this draft, but I think for next year's draft, am I the only one who thinks it's stupid to get rid of it? Um, I don't. I don't. I actually like it because I like, like it. As look well. at like Michael Porter, right? Like he would have if he would have come out last year, he would like everybody's salivating over the guy, and then he goes to the college and basically d- does zero. Or and so uh, now his stock is plummeted. Like don't you so he, don't you think we would have seen Kwame Brown being soft if he played one year in college? Yeah, so, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or yeah. like, wouldn't we have seen Sebastian Telfair is actually not good if he went to college? Yeah. No, I, I think it's actually – I think there's some value because you actually get to see them at another level playing against equivalent talent. Not – well, maybe not equivalent, but hopefully not equivalent. Some level of talent. Right. Yeah. I mean, but like I think – on the there's always like the crazy good guys like obviously LeBron coming out of school is a no-brainer. Kevin Garnett I think was kind of a no-brainer. I bet Kevin Durant could have come out no-brainer. Absolutely. Yeah. So like there's I think Carmel there's always exceptions. There's always exceptions to it. But like um, Russell Westbrook w- couldn't have come out. People right. would have been like I don't know what to do with this guy. I think people thought he was a little bit of a reason. And then when like he got drafted overall. as high as he got drafted, everyone was like, "Really, this guy?" Yep. Well, that's, so, I think that's like the NBA, if they're going to get rid of it, they're going to start like making the G League a thing. That's, that's what they should that's do. what they're trying to do, though. That's, that's what, what they want to do. do. They yeah. want to make the G League a thing, but I don't think it ever will. You pay the players and will. Yeah, you, you pay them and it'll they'll show up. I mean, and then the NCAA will shit. have to change their, you know, well, it all depends on who's, you know, if they can get the revenue. From. I think this is all an overreaction to college, like, you know, what happened at Arizona and then all of this stuff. Like, college basketball is a mess. I mean, college sports is a mess in general right now between all the paying, all the under the table payments. And then let's not even get into the Title IX stuff because that's a fucking disaster. But, um, but like, did you see, like, even in a completely unrelated sport, like, Katie Ledecky doesn't even want to swim for Stanford because she can take sponsorship money now, and she's ineligible to swim. So that well, that's just, like, stupid. Like, yeah, just yeah. let them make some money if they can make it. That's a just... little bit to your point, uh, to that point, um, there was a, I think it was last year, there was a wide receiver or somebody who, um, for, I can't remember, it was, it was a small, not small, it was a D1 school, but, like, a, not a prominent D1 school, and they disqualified his eligibility because he made money on YouTube, like making YouTube videos. And yeah, like, yeah. That, that's just like, like, what's it, the point? That's just it's stupid. so beyond our, I mean, it's, it's a completely good old boys network thing where like the NCAA is trying to squeeze every penny out of these guys. And like my solution's always been like, if you can make money on the side, as long as you're not making money off the teams like this, but if you're like my example, I keep going back to Jersey sales. Why was it wrong for Johnny Menzel to sell autographs? If he can autograph a helmet, 
like a random generic white helmet and sell an autograph of Johnny Manziel. He is making money off his own likeness. What's wrong with that? If you're controlling a player's likeness, you are owning them. And you are like, that's ridiculous. It's because they want to control everything about him. Like if you don't, I think Jersey sales, like I don't think Johnny Manziel should have been cut to get, you know, if they sold number two Texas A&M jerseys. But like, if you're going to sell, you know, autograph shit and like, and then sell it, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But when we were at tech, like, were you buying a, a number seven jersey? It's because you were buying a Michael Vick jersey. Of course I was. Or Absolutely. Kevin Jones jersey. Absolutely. 100%. You weren't buying it because you wanted a seven jersey. <laughs> so I really do think that or or my great instance was uh, when 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 we were at the uh, Food Lion and I saw Ronyel Whitaker wearing his Ronyel Whitaker number two jersey. And I'm like, well, nobody in their right mind would wear a Ronyel Whitaker jersey. <laughs> Except for the this Whitaker must family. Be him. It has to be him. Yeah, fair enough. I but you saw like, tons of people wearing number sevens. So I still have my number I, I think, jersey. I think if if any way, shape, or form that is the player's likeness at their time, it, it, they should be compensated for. And if they're getting sponsorships or whatever the hell they're getting, I, I don't care. I mean, they're getting the money anyway, so why not put anyway. it out in the open? I think it's just an overreaction to what happened. Like, if you are sitting here and if you're going to clutch your pearls, being like, "Oh my God, they bribed, they 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 paid like, off family everybody members." Does. Like everyone does it. Come on, it's the worst kept secret in college sports. You can't bust Arizona and Michigan State and all their, the schools and stuff like that who paid for players. Now, now did uh, did Arizona's coach? He's still there. He's still there because they. And he's well, going to still be there, right? Yeah, he is. I, I mean, I thought he was a dead man walking. Like he when is this a all dead came man out, right now, everyone always jokes that they're going to vacate wins as sooner rather than later. That's why the running still joke, there. That's why the running joke was this year when Arizona lost in the first round. Everyone like me predicted that they'd go to the finals, the tournament finals. They were like, everyone was like, well, at least they won't have to vacate tournament wins from this year because they don't have any tournament wins. Um, but yeah, but uh, to your point, yeah, he's still there. But like. For every problem there is in college basketball, college football is so much worse. So much worse, but no one wants to talk about it because it's a billion-dollar industry. Cam Newton, I'm sure, chose Auburn because that was the finest school for his education. <laughs> no kickbacks there. No yeah, kickback. no kickbacks. He His dad got offered a quarter million dollars to go to Mississippi State, but I'm sure Auburn offered him nothing, and he just chose to go to Auburn instead. Out of the goodness of his heart and love of, for the people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota's sure. in. Minnesota won, by the way. Sorry yeah, I saw please. that. Yeah. I do love Jimmy Butler. Oh, man. I, he's just such a good guy. Such a good player. So, circling back to basketball, I think the only one in the West that's actually going to be fun is I think Portland, New Orleans is a secretly underrated series. Oh, that's New Orleans, awesome. dude! Like I was the only one in the preview in the in the preseason thing that picks. Yeah, I I would hate to listen even without to Boogie. Again. I was like so shocked. Even without Boogie, they actually hung in there. I was poo pooing Utah, and yeah, they they finished. They're they're pretty good. Twenty eight and five, twenty twenty nine and five since the end of Jan- since January twenty second. Twenty nine and five. How does that that's happen? Man. Like that's, that's like Golden State level. Donovan Mitchell, man. Ugh. Fucking filthy. Uh, I'm a Ben Simmons guy. Filthy. Well, Ben Simmons, I think, is a yeah. hands-down I think, of the I year. Think ben Simmons but that. but I, there is that caveat is, how can you let a guy that had like a base, basically a redshirt year win rookie of the year? Oh, that's like John Wall and Blake Griffin. Right. Wall for again. Wall should have. Well, no. Blake was amazing. No, man. But, year, Wall- but he was a redshirt. Yeah. You'd learn a lot as a red shirt. <laughs> Especially under the tutelage of uh, Doc. Do you remember when people were, seri- were people seriously considering when that they should draft Brandon Ingram over Ben Simmons? Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, my remember God. Remember when there was a debate on the 11th hour? They're like, I don't know. Is Brandon Ingram maybe better than And then than you ben look Simmons? at him, and he's just a freaking stick figure. And you're like, right. really? This guy? I mean, he's been okay this year. He's been okay. But, like... Ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons is, is a, just so he's, he's a around. silent killer. Yeah. Like he actually if he could again, but LeBron couldn't shoot when he came into the league. Well, he could shoot better than Ben Simmons. But could he? 
the, the answer to LeBron was always you could just stay lay off of him and he and he can't shoot. I think Ben he Simmons could is shoot. Sp- he could shoot. He could. I think shoot. they were kind he of a sh- equivalent on that side. It's just I think Simmons is just. I think he's a little bit quicker. At least he was, and uh, I don't know, man. His off the ball movement is just freaking amazing. Yeah. I can't believe his court vision either. He's he just knows like he's just got good basketball IQ. It's pretty impressive how good this guy is. I look forward to seeing him grow. I love what he, the, the fact that he's doing what he's doing at six ten. Like that's yeah. just what I find that's fascinating amazing. about him. Yeah, that's amazing. Don't you find All he it needs funny to do though? Is roid up. He just needs to roid up. Talk to LeBron's people. He just needs to. It's all about that PRP, man. <laughs> I find it funny. Like I was looking at like draft prospects or whatever, and somebody was like, "This guy is prototypical combo forward." And I was like, "Don't you remember when that was like the worst thing you could be? Was like a a, a not a small forward, not a power forward. You're like in between, and so you just sucked. And now it's like, oh wait, if you're actually athletic and you can switch and you can guard multiple positions, you're awesome." And so well, I, I find that, that shift is kind of interesting. That's how Draymond Green fell to the second round because of that group think. And it just took someone who thought outside the box to be like, hey, you know, you could actually do something with this guy or, you know, you could tap into a different part of him or, you know, he has a different skill set. And now everyone's like, oh, we have to find the next Draymond Green. I'm like, not everyone's Draymond Green necessarily, especially in the dick kicking department. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't know. Stephen Adams can kick some dick. <laughs> so yeah, I, no, I, I, but point well taken. I completely agree with you as well. Any final thoughts? So uh, the winner of the West is going to win it all. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think I think that it's going to be another one of those things where whoever comes out of the West is going to be tired. It'll be like what happened two years ago. Um, I mean, but all it takes is an injury. That's it. You, you well, get an injury. Golden State already time. has one. Yeah, it's definitely. And they've been banged up all year. Yeah. Clay, like, didn't he? Did he break his wrist or sprain his wrist? Durant's been in and out. With Curry's been in and out. Yeah. See, Golden State will get a tired team because I think Portland, New Orleans will be a lot of fun. So Golden State will get a tired team in round two, but. Curry getting himself into game shape in round two is a storyline to watch. Like, especially if they get Portland. Portland's not afraid of Golden State. I'm not saying they're going to beat them or they're even going to, it's going to be a tough series. But the thing is, at least Portland's not afraid of they them. They can run with yeah. them. Yeah. Right. And, and like, whoever, like, if it does come down to Houston, Golden State, whoever comes out of that is going to be hurting. I mean, that's just not going to be an easy series for either of them to win. While Cleveland will probably have at least like a week of rest, honestly. Yeah, like but can they still compete though? You have LeBron James, dude. I and know. you have and like you have LeBron. I think the only but he has, his second stud is Kevin Love right now. I mean, and Kevin Love's been actually playing really well lately. But in years past, he I mean, Car- Kyrie was a great second star. That's the well, thing that he'll Kyrie have was to playoff. Kyrie was like, a playoff super supernova. Like he, he used to I hate him, the but he He's was crazy. amazing. Do you remember he ripped out – he more than anyone ripped out Boston's heart last year. It was him. He Especially I think it was there was one game where like he just went – he went apeshit a couple of games against Boston. Boston's like, we have no fucking answer for this. Yep. Well, that and uh, you know he also hit the most important shot in Cleveland history. Yeah. Nobody's that ever going to a Nobody will ever acknowledge that, but that is... Uh, well, that's because the block was more important. The block was filthy, but that step back, that step back <laughs> in, in Steph's face, man. That was know. nuts. That was filthy. And that was personal. Yeah, yeah. that was. That was the best part, because like, he looked at me and says, I'm going to get you. And just, boom. And then Steph couldn't even get around Kevin Love. That was even... That's also something nobody will ever mention. All right. Yeah. On that note, thank you very much for everyone who's made it this far into the podcast. As we implore you every single episode, if you haven't done so already, please make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave us some feedback. Um, hopefully we'll get together again, do this right before the finals, and kind of look back and see how everything went and maybe lament more about the Wizards and yell more about Ernie Grunfeld. But Be until happy then, about their draft pick. Oh, okay. yeah, and, and congratulations to LeBron for finally playing 82 games in a season. You should be, you know... Heralded for for you know 
playing 82 games in a for season. For showing when, up to your job every Sunday. Yeah, like when, when, you know, Jordan did this like nine times and plenty of people do it every fucking season. Jordan anyway. did it one other, or LeBron in 2008-2009 played 81. Yeah, that's not 82. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he and just then Jordan, played tonight Jordan just Jordan did it at 39, man. Like all these years, like, oh, LeBron did it at 33 years or whatever old he is. And it's like, come on, guys. Like, seriously. He he only did it just because people said he hadn't. Otherwise, he would have rested. Yeah, he would have. Just in case you guys might have thought we were LeBron fans. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Hail to the District podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts.